today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. I guess this started way back, uh, well, I guess the family feud has started a while ago. However, uh, Canadians surprised to see Harry and Meghan celebrating Christmas in British Columbia and not uh, hanging out at Grandma's house, per se. And I I guess that sort of started um, something that has been brewing for an awful long time, and that is what was Harry and Meghan's role going to be within uh, the Royals. Let's bring in Redmond Shannon, Global News. There's some uh, news breaking today in regard to all of this, and Redmond is with us now. Redmond, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. Hi, Scott. So what is the latest to come out of Buckingham Palace? How are they handling this? I understand there's been a statement from the Queen on this. That's right. Uh, Just about an hour and a half ago, um, Princes uh, Harry, Prince William and Prince Charles all left Sandringham Estate separately. That's the estate about uh, two or three hours north of London where the Queen spends a lot of her time. That's where they had uh, what was called uh, the Sandringham Summit today. It's been dubbed that or a bit of a crisis meeting. And it's understood reportedly that uh, Meghan was on the phone from Canada as well, where she has returned to in the past few days. That was a summit to hammer out what the future of Harry and Meghan will look like in the royal family after they announced shocked and shocked a lot of people, not least the Queen herself, uh, last week, saying that they want to no longer be senior royals and step back from the role of senior royals and be financially independent. So after this meeting this afternoon, the Queen issued a statement at uh, 5 p.m. local time sharp, that's uh, noon Eastern, saying, Today my family um, had very constructive discussions on the future of my grandson and his family. My family and I are entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create a new life as a young family. Although we would have preferred them to remain full-time working members of the royal family, we respect and understand their wish to live a more independent life as a family while remaining a valued part of my family. There's a, there's a word that is repeating itself throughout this, you'll notice, Scott. Yeah, it goes on to say, mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan have made clear that they do not want to be reliant on public funds in their new lives. It is therefore being agreed that there will be a period of transition in which the Sussexes will spend time in Canada and the UK. And she says, finally, these are complex matters for my family to resolve. And there is some more work to be done, but I've asked for final decisions to be reached in the coming days. So there you have it. They are definitely moving to Canada. Hmm. It's just going to be a matter of how much time and what in what capacity? How royal will they be when they when they are moving to Canada? And we don't even know where in Canada yet. Will this cost the Canadian government anything? Good question. Uh, we don't know for sure. There are protocols about um, the protection of the royal family, which are generally kept very secretive for security purposes. So the uh, Metropolitan Police Force and security services here in the UK have an obligation to protect the royals. They don't talk about how many security staff are used. They don't talk about the budget, but it is uh, a number widely put out there is um, 600 to 100,000 pounds to a million pounds, and that would be at least a million dollars a year. That's for them spending most of the time in the UK. So if they move to Canada, that's going to increase greatly if British staff are deployed to Canada for a good chunk of the year, unless, of course, the RCMP are involved, and the RCMP are always involved when the royals are in Canada. We don't know if uh, if the RCMP is going to have a greater chunk of the pie to eat and to spend or whether that will be offset by payments from the British taxpayer. 
we don't know. Uh, these questions aren't being answered, at least as yet. But I think more questions will probably be asked over the coming days and weeks. And, and the RCMP or British security for forces might have to shed some light on that or the royal family might have to shed some light light on that because i'm sure canadians want to know uh should anybody be surprised about this uh you said the queen was shocked i mean couldn't she see this coming what has been the reaction in the uk to this is 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 megan uh public enemy number one well when i say the queen was shocked i suppose i should qualify that uh, it looked like the queen was 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 shocked because when that uh announcement was made on social media last week by harry and megan it was followed a short time later by a one-line press release from Buckingham Palace saying these things take a lot of time to work through. And you don't. there was no lines to read between because there was only one line, but you could really see that Buckingham Palace was taken aback by this. So I, you can only imagine that the Queen was shocked. Yes, Harry and Meghan have, over the recent, uh, the last year, expressed their worries about how their life is these days. Megan saying that it's uh, that life is tough. Um, now, obviously, we all know that they live a very privileged life, but under the microscope. And Harry saying that he was on a different path from his brother, and also saying that he will do whatever it takes to protect his family. And it looks like he has. So, yes, in some ways, it's not surprising. But the way it came out was: uh, Are people in the UK will they be accepting of Megan after this? Last question. I think that there's a, generally speaking, a sympathy for Meghan on one level here in the UK uh, because everyone knows what happened to uh, Harry's mother, Princess mm-hmm. Diana, and how much scrutiny she's under, she was under, and Meghan is under that now. And it's, some of the headlines are, to be honest with you, Scott, are disgusting. Some stuff that has been out there. Yeah. You know, just really, really mean spirited stuff to grab a headline and sell a newspaper. And so, in any way, her. in any way, do the U- does the UK feel responsible for this? Are they to blame for this? Well, when you say the UK, you could maybe say two or three yeah. newspaper owners. Right. And those are the, the, the forces behind it. Obviously, people have to buy those newspapers and people click on sites like the Daily Mail that just put out nonsense on a regular basis. And that's what generates revenue for these guys. So, yes, the public has to take its share of the blame as well. Redmond Shannon's been with us from Global News. Make sure you're watching Global News tonight at 5.30 and 6 for more on all of this. Thank you so much, Redmond. Thanks, Scott. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, Continuing on with the Royals, Phil Dampier is with us, journalist and author who has been writing about the British royal family for over 30 years and is with us now. Phil, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Hi, Scott. Your thoughts on all of this, how it is coming down, and specifically in regard to this statement from the Queen, which was just released a little while ago. Well, you've just read out that statement, Scott, and I have to say that's one of the most extraordinary statements I've ever heard from the Queen. Uh, I think the only one that I've heard that was more extraordinary was when she addressed the nation after Princess Diana died. If you remember, she came back to uh, mm. came back to London from Scotland and uh, addressed the nation as a grandmother, uh, and uh, you know that was pretty sensational. Well, this is right up there, and I think uh, it's a real cry from the heart. She may say that uh, you know the talks were constructive, and she may say she's fully supportive, but to be honest, I think she's absolutely devastated. And the only conclusion that I can draw is that she's given in and uh, that Harry and Meghan have won. They seem to have got pretty much what they wanted. They wanted to have independence. Uh, they wanted to be allowed to go and live in Canada. They wanted to uh, stop being full-time royals. And it seems that uh, they've, they've metaphorically held a gun to the Queen's head and she's uh, caved in. And I think it's probably because she's nearly 94 and she hasn't really got the 
the appetite and the stomach uh, for a fight. And uh, who can blame her? She had this terrible year last year with uh, Prince Andrew and all the problems with uh, Jeffrey Epstein, the scandal mm-hmm. that engulfed the royals last year. That's not over yet. And she's still reeling from that. Prince Philip, of course, is, is very frail at 98. And now she's got this. And uh, I, I don't think anyone would say that the Queen deserves to be treated like this. But uh, she doesn't want to fight with, with, with Harry, who she adores. And, uh, you know, now they're going to have to get down to the nitty-gritty. But how how they're going to be able to be financially independent and not commercialise the uh, the monarchy, I just don't know. It's going to be extremely difficult. Um, can we be surprised this is happening? You talked about how this has hurt the Queen. Uh, is anybody Does anybody feel any regret in how these two, Meghan and Harry, were treated, especially in the press with Meghan? Well, I, I personally don't feel that they've been hounded out by the press, and I don't, I don't buy into this theory that some people have that she's been subjected to, uh, to racism. I mean, I think it's been brewing for some time. Uh, for whatever reason, they don't seem particularly happy. They seem to think, uh, Harry seemed to think that uh, this all stems back from when uh, Meghan first came on the scene. He doesn't feel that uh, Prince William greeted her very warmly. They denied, they put out a statement earlier today denying that uh, William had been bullying uh, Harry, but uh, clearly he didn't feel that uh, William was being very supportive when he asked him if he thought he was rushing into marriage and, you know, didn't want him to make a mistake. Well, that's fairly reasonable. Of course, uh, William took eight years before he married Kate, but um, I suppose Harry was it was more difficult for him because he was crisscrossing the Atlantic. And he just asked him, you know, are you making the right decision? And that didn't go down with, well with Harry. And then uh, Kate and Meghan seemed to have a bit of a falling out around about a tiara before the wedding. And they never seemed to have healed the wound since. And uh, it's a terrible shame because I think that the Queen had a, a fantastic role lined up for, uh, for Harry and Meghan uh, being ambassadors for the Commonwealth. That's, you know, her life's work, the Commonwealth, and it means so much to her. And... Uh, she wanted them to do great things, and now it looks like it's not going to happen. Um, uh, it sounds like the Brits are backtracking a bit on this. Um, is Are they blaming Meghan for this? Is it all Meghan's fault? Is she public enemy what, no, number there's, one? There's, there's, quite a, there's quite a few. But it's, 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 to some extent, it's a little bit generational. It's a bit like Brexit. I think older people tend to think that the Queen has a, a great sense of duty and that Harry and Meghan should have respected that. Some younger people on social media are saying they fully agree with them and they understand where they're coming from. But I think most people do agree that uh, after just 20 months, you know, they, I think 20 months since we, had, since we had that wonderful wedding, that they could have at least handled this a bit better and not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not done it so quickly. But for whatever reason, um, you know, Meghan seems absolutely set on, on this course. She's got Archie with her in, uh, we think she's staying back in Vancouver Island. Uh, she's even taken their two dogs. So I can't see her coming back in the near future. If at all. Uh, that being said, it appears from this side of the pond that um, nobody really had much respect for Meghan or Harry's choice there. So at the end of the day, if you don't want them, they leave. Can you be surprised about that? Uh, I, I don't know where you're getting this from, Scott. Who says we didn't want them? You know, they had a fantastic wedding. Uh, the, 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 the well, just the way the there. press has been treating them, and and what I mean, has, what has the what has the press done that's been bad to them? Uh, you know, the, the bad press came when they started to lecture people about uh, climate change, by ta- and then they were taking private jets themselves. And the bad press started when you know they start they they, they wouldn't let people see pictures of Archie and uh, at his christening, and they kept uh, his birth a secret. And it all seemed very strange, you know. And it was their decision not to give him a title. Uh, and, uh, you know, so he was like a sort of normal normal person and not a royal. So these were all their decisions. The, 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 the taxpayers have paid for their cottage to be done up, you know, three or four million dollars uh, at Windsor, and then they didn't want anyone to sort of see pictures of, of Archie's christening. So 
you've got to give something back if you're going to take the money. Um, and, uh, you know, this is where the problem started. Is that why they're not accepting the money, so they say, anymore? That they want to get away from that? They want to earn a living well, on their own? They don't want... We don't know whether they're going to give up their home. Uh, we don't yeah. know who's going to pay for security. I have read somewhere tonight that Justin Trudeau said that he would pay for the security while they're in Canada. Um, but again, I'm not sure. I don't know whether Canadian taxpayers will want to put up with that on a, you know, on a permanent basis. Um, some suggestion they want to move to America, but not while, not while Donald Trump is president. I mean, they do, they do, they do seem quite picky sometimes. Um, but you do have to remember that Meghan does have a, a little bit of a track record um, uh, of trying to get her way. I mean, she, she dumped her first husband after just two years when she uh, landed the role in Toronto in suits. Whoa! Now, isn't that, you know, she dumped her first husband. Do you think this is perhaps, do you think this is perhaps the attitude they're concerned about here? That's, is not, the, that's not, that, can I just say, Scott, yeah, that's not me ahead. saying that. That's I, what her friend said. No, a lot of her no. friends were very taken aback and surprised uh, when uh, she split up with her husband after just two years. Yeah. Uh, as you know, she doesn't talk to her father. She hasn't spoken to her father for a long time. Now, you know, there is a bit of a track. Sounds like there. she shouldn't have even been in, admitted into the royal family, Phil. She should have never gotten past the entrance. Um, well, maybe you're right. <laughs> All right, Phil, thanks for the call. Much appreciated. Phil Dampier has been with us. Journalist and author has been writing about the royal family. Clearly upset with me. How many people have to hang up on me? But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I realize there's a duty here because the British taxpayers pay in the tab, but they're ready to walk away from that, and they don't give a damn. And honestly, I think the fills in the world, I think the fills in the world have got what they deserve. You, you know, you didn't like this woman from day one. She's a commoner. There's a racial issue here. She's an American. And now all of a sudden you're pissed off she's leaving and coming to Canada. If I were them, I'd leave too. They don't need you. You need them. And now that they've decided to say, I've had enough of this BS, we're out of here. And look at all these people as if they know them. He's a 35-year-old man living under the rule of his grandma. Honestly, I, I think it's I think the I think the UK is incredibly hypocritical. They they throw this woman to the curb and then they get pissed off when she makes them look like idiots because she walks out the door and takes Harry with her. I think it's hilarious, and I think the UK has got what it's deserved. You should show a little bit more respect for everyone. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. I, I just want to wrap up uh, what happened last hour. Um, we were talking to a, uh, a, a journalist and an author who's been writing, knows royalty, been writing around, writing for the, uh, writing about the British family for over 30 years and such, well respected. Um, but uh, I think there's an attitude in the UK about the royal family and specifically about Meghan. And we all know that they haven't treated her very nice. She's sort of been the outcast. We've certainly seen it in the headlines of the press. You don't want to paint all of the UK with this brush, but certainly uh, certain members of the media have done this in, in very prominent roles uh, within the media. And uh, so all of this, you know, fast forward the big meeting today between grandma and the grandkids about what's going to go and who's going to leave the house and who isn't going to leave the house and such. And I, I think it's, I don't think it's been a secret that Megan has been a punching bag 
for media in the UK since this whole thing went down. It just, you know, it's it's just, she's a commoner, she's from the United States, she's a person of color. I mean, my goodness, you can see this. You don't have to be, uh, uh, you know, a royal watcher to understand what's going on. So, obviously, when the royals decided they were going to vacation over Christmas in Canada, all of this started coming to a peak, and the Queen is shocked by all of this. I don't know how anybody can be shocked by this, especially after what Harry and William's mother went through with the paparazzi and the media and such. So, uh, basically, they've said they don't want her, they don't appreciate her, so they're, they're getting out. And I think that they are partially responsible for them leaving because of the poor attitude they've displayed towards uh, this couple. And I even pick, and I asked this question to, to the guest, and, uh, you know, I even, I even got the tone, the negative tone from our guest in regard to how they treat her and how she literally now is Yoko Ono. She's public enemy number one. She's Yoko Ono of the Royals. She broke up the Beatles. She broke up the Royals. Uh, and, and I was surprised when the journalist said, well, she dumped her husband in the U.S. Here's the clip. Um, but you do have to remember that Meghan does have a, a little bit of a track record um, uh, of trying to get her way. I mean, she, she dumped her first husband after just two years when she uh, landed the role in Toronto in suits. And Whoa! And, and then he actually questioned whether the newspapers had been negative towards her. Uh, to which Will Erskine sends me this thing from BuzzFeed and what they've done. Here are 20 headlines comparing Meghan Markle to Kate Middleton. So these are uh, two versions, same same. Uh, publication, but covering two different topics and how they do it. Uh, This is from the Daily Mail, and this is on the pregnancy. Uh, And they're comparing how Megan was treated to, uh, sorry, compared to um, Kate. So the Daily Mail says on Kate, not long, uh, not long to go. Pregnant Kate tenderly cradles her baby bump while wrapping her, while wrapping up her royal duties ahead of maternity leave. And William confirms she's due any minute now. Same paper on Meghan. Why can't Meghan Markle keep her hands off her bump? Experts tackle the question that has got the nation talking. Is it pride, vanity, acting, or a new age, a new age bonding technique? Uh, this is the Express on Kate. Kate's morning sickness cure. Uh, Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant Duchess. Megan's headline, same paper, Meghan Markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought. Millennial shame. <laughs> it just goes on and goes on. And I mentioned this to the report. I don't see any, uh, I don't see any sort of uh, negative reaction to her. And then it talks about dumping her, hus- her first husband. So I, I don't know. I don't know how anybody, I think, to be honest, I think the UK is incredibly embarrassed about this. I think they've treated her like crap. And she said, that's it. I'm out. And now they're crying that she's coming to Canada. And I think this makes the UK look bad. I don't think it makes the monarchy look bad. I think it makes the media in the UK look bad. And now they're all backtracking, including this guy. Well, no, it's her. It's her. So all of a sudden, she's Yoko Ono. Really? Really? Diana? Princess Diana? Do we need to say anything more? And now they're all pissed that she's leaving and coming to Canada. 
I say good for them. Good for them. And you know what's going to happen? These two are going to be more popular than Kate and William. And that's what really has the UK pissed off because they're paying for it and they're getting tourism out of this and the star candidates aren't even showing up. That's like going to Marine Land and not seeing the dancing dolphin. Maybe that's a bad example. (laughs) But I don't know how they can be surprised. They treat them like crap. Okay, we're out. You keep your money. We don't need your money. We'll make more without you. I think they've got egg all over the face. I don't know. Is it me? Yeah. All right, let's move on. The Scott Thompson Show. Weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.